Hey, it's another episode of It's Raining Mets, our podcast here at CBS 21 with the weather team. It's me, meteorologist Tom Russell, and you know, because we're all working at home, it's hard to get everybody together and do the Skype thing and all that, so some of these podcasts are just solo. That is the case here as we are amid the uh, stay-at-home coronavirus and everybody's staying safe. So uh, I want you to check it out and share this with your friends, and if you missed some of the past episodes, you can always go to cbs21.com or wherever you find find your favorite podcast and download it from there. So we at CBS 21 hope you're staying safe, uh, staying safe and we really appreciate you uh, checking out the podcast as well. So I thought an interesting twist since we're all kind of going through this would be hey, we're working from home. What's it like not for us to be working at home but for our other family members to put up with us working at home. So welcome to the podcast, uh, my beautiful wife, who I affectionately call Mrs. Weatherman. It's my wife, Krista. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, Thanks for having me. You sound a little hesitant here, my dear. No, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Is it all good? That's the question. So Steve Knight uh, working from home, Ed Russo working from home, Stacy has some other responsibilities, sometimes has to go into the TV station, but for the most part, working at home as well. So it's a challenge on the whole family because, you know, kids are home doing school and you're not working as much as you might be working uh, normally. So tell me about what it's like having the weatherman home all the time. You know... I'm going to be honest. When you said, <laughs> when you said, don't be too honest. When you said you were going to work from home, I was like, really? Please, God, no. <laughs> and you have to understand, it's not. It's not that we don't love you, but I'm much more of an introvert. You're an extrovert. Yep. You have to keep busy all the time. And anytime you have vacation days, it's not a vacation for us, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's good for me to get out of the house, you mean? Yes. Right. Yes. You need something to keep you busy. And I really thought it wasn't going to be awful, to be perfectly honest. But it hasn't been too bad. You have a uh, a whole thing set up down in the basement here. And I can just kind of put you down the basement and <laughs> shut the door like I've dreamed for many years. That's uh, on the microphone, by the way. Uh, so I was going to ask you, what's the biggest challenge? Is it just the difference in personalities then with me all ar- around all the time? Or w- what's the biggest challenge? Yeah, you need to keep busy. And you are an early person. So you get up early and you like to do things, obviously, because you work later in the afternoon. If I'm not working, I sleep. I won't get up until, I'm not even going to say what time, but (laughs) I sleep in and then I like a slow start to my morning. So I'm starting my morning when you've already run a couple errands and then you're looking at me like I'm a lazy lump and that's hard. It, you know. it, it is a uh, it's an adjustment for everybody. Um, so now that you see my work day a little bit, and and you do banish me to the basement, let's point that out. Um, anything that surprised you, or you didn't know that I did that I do? Anything jump out at you? I don't know how you want to have time to talk to people outside of this and want to still be with people because all you do is talk. You come down here and all I hear is talking. You're talking to the people at the station. You're doing cut-ins. You're taping things. You're constantly communicating with people. So you you think I should want alone time? Alone time, absolutely. And you, this isn't enough for you. You still need, so what you see when he's out, that's really what he is. He's that outgoing where 
You know, I'm exhausted just <laughs> listening to you all the time. Uh, you're listening to the It's Raining Mets podcast, and we're trying to take a little different twist on the uh, coronavirus all work from home thing. So I'm asking uh, my wife, uh, Krista, Mrs. Weatherman, how it's going. So let me throw a couple of questions at you. Now that you, you see me, uh, you know, basically in my work day, what's the biggest weather geek thing that I do around the house? Like you see me go outside and... I'm yeah, always like, asking you if it's raining or... You know, the other night you were in and out, in and out, in and out. In the <laughs> middle of the night, it's like 10 o'clock. You're outside. You want to see, is it raining? Is it turned to snow? Is it ice? You're asking me, have you seen anything on Facebook? Is it raining? Is it... Who cares? Where It's my job. I care. Uh, yeah. So that you pay too much t- attention to that sort of thing. All right. I'll put you on the spot then. What is your favorite weather? My favorite weather? Mm-hmm. Uh... 65 to 75 degrees, sunny. That's cold for you. What are you nice. talking about? <laughs> no, but it's not too hot. It's not too cold. That's what it is. And, of course, that's not what we're getting. It's getting cold around here. Wow. That's one of the things we're going to talk about, our uh, chilly second half of April. Um, so as long as we're uh, delving deep inside uh, Tom Russell's family, um, any of the kids have my love of weather. Do you see any of that? Because I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> our youngest, our youngest really is fascinated. Um, she's always been afraid of thunderstorms and any kind of severe weather is it's scared her, but fascinated her. So whenever there is a thunderstorm warning or tornado, like that gets her scared. Yeah, that's true. But she pulls up the radar on her phone. Mm-hmm. She knows how to do it better than I do. And she can tell me where it's coming and where it's going. Yeah. That really is a difference with, uh, you know, when you and I were younger, just a couple of years ago, you, you had to watch the TV to see a, a radar shot and kind of understand it. Now they can just pick up their phone and get the latest radar and videos. And uh, she does like that. So my youngest, would you say, is the best? Oh, absolutely. The other two. Pay care me. less. Oh, they, they don't even. They text me and say, Mom, what should I wear to tomorrow and i'm like your dad's the weatherman ask him why are you asking me well this has been uh, very enlightening uh so i hope it continues to be enlightening because we don't know how long (laughs) this stay at home thing's gonna last right oh it's good so far but i'm thinking that it's gonna need to end soon because it might take a turn is that a threat? What is it? <laughs> you, you heard that live here on the I don't know. Podcast. I know I got a deadbolt at the top of the <laughs> stairs, though, if it starts to really bother me. We'll see. Wow. Wow. Well, there she is, uh, famous Mrs. Weatherman, my beautiful wife, Krista. Thank you so much for uh, sharing you, your thoughts you with good, me. You do a good job. You're going to leave me down here in the basement yep, to finish the podcast? <laughs> there she is. I thought it'd be a little interesting to get a different insight on uh, how other people are seeing the, the stay-at-home thing. So thank you. There she goes. Uh, Let's talk about a couple of things um, where we go here in April. And she alluded to it that we've got a colder than average uh, April. Well, I should say cooler than average. Uh, but certainly the second half of the month looks to be cooler. So I was going back over some of the longer term uh, National Weather Service, of course, puts out uh, the 18 to 6 to 10 day forecast and then that 8 to 14 day forecast. So all the uh, probabilities like temperatures are below average. That continues to be with above average precipitation. So I'm talking in the next two weeks as you're hearing this, the end of April. Uh, so you're still looking at those at or below Average temperatures, you're looking at above average precipitation, or at least average, and we've had plenty. And honestly, when I talk about precipitation here in springtime, I would much rather go into the drier summer months uh, with plenty of moisture and being a little extra on the wet side. 
than uh, having that threat of a drought. So continuing, as you look at the probabilistic forecast from the National Weather Service, again, that 18 to 14, 8 to 14-day, two-week kind of uh, uh, time frame, below average temperatures, slightly above average precipitation. But then you go on to the three-month outlook. That's kind of the next thing. So that includes April, May, and June. And now you start to see those temperatures go the other way above average so as we push towards may we push towards june we do see uh at or above average temperatures and what the national weather service calls ec or equal chances as far as uh, precipitation and that's a good thing as we have average precipitation going into our drier months of the summertime uh, again i think that's a that's a good thing so uh, second half of april continues to be on the cool side and the wet side so we'll have those chances for showers every three uh, to four uh, days or so and probably won't go uh, you know those kind of you don't get those long stretches going in all right so that's the rest of April let's talk about what happened last April and I want to bring this out because I want to lead into uh, severe weather so go back a year it was mid-April and we had this awful day in Pennsylvania as we had 14, 14 tornadoes in one week, nine of those in one day. If you remember, it was April 14th into the 15th, and it was nasty. So there was a Sunday into Monday. Uh, nine of those tornadoes were late Sunday into early Monday, and uh, most of those were uh, spread throughout the state. Uh, a couple of those, if you remember, the one in Scranton, uh, there was a couple of areas of destruction there. And then we had another outbreak later in the week on Friday, April 19th, and that's the one we had one in uh, Juniata County, Mifflin County, and then also two, uh, an EF2 in St. Thomas Franklin County. So again, this was last April. Now, what was unusual is, A, it's really early in what we call our severe weather season, which is generally late May, June, early July. That's when we see our severe weather. But the amount of tornadoes we had, normal April, we'd have two for the whole month, if that. And instead, we had, uh, as I mentioned, 14, so a record-breaking month last year for uh, tornadoes, and that was in April. So the reason I bring this up is we're headed into that severe season. We've already had some wind damage over the last two. Uh, we had some uh, two events here very recently in the last week and a half or so. So I want you to take this time while you're stuck at home and we're all doing the stay-at-home thing, get together with the kids, get together with the family, and know where you're going to go uh, in severe weather. If it's a tornado warning, maybe it's a severe thunderstorm warning, you're a little extra uh, you know, on edge about it, a little scared about it. Um, you know, plan these things out ahead of time. So you say, okay, we're going to our safe spot. And what a lot of folks have been doing in the weather community is having fun with the kids, taking that selfie in your safe place. So, A, they know exactly where it is. Uh, they can have some fun with it. They can take a you know, bike helmet, a football helmet, and they go in that corner of the basement and they cover up with a blanket or a cushion or something like that. But you make it a fun thing. You say, okay, this is what we do if you hear a tornado warning. So it's not a scary thing, but it's a, kind of more of a reaction than anything. Oh, okay, I know where my safe place is. Uh, maybe you have a NOAA weather radio. Maybe you have a place where you can still hear the TV, even in your safe place. Um, it's a good idea to do that. So take the time while you're staying at home with the kids and going, hey, you ever thought about where you'd go if there was a tornado? So think about the obvious things. You want to be in the lowest floor of your home, away from windows. Might be an interior closet. Maybe hopefully you have a basement. If you don't have a basement, it might be an interior room away from windows. Uh, maybe it's an interior bathroom, uh, something like that. But you want to get as many walls between you and the outside as possible. 
and uh, the thicker those walls, the brick stuff as opposed to wood is is better as well. Um, so we're headed in, as I mentioned, into that you know severe season that we always talk about. Um, as we get into late May, June, July, but you never know when that one storm is coming through. We've already been having a couple of watches, so it's time to think about that. And uh, again, just take the time to make a plan with you and your family so that you're able uh, to stay safe and be ready for that. Okay, so that's severe season. One other thing I wanted to touch on, uh, allergy season. And I'm really curious about this, and we may pursue this on CBS 21, so keep a lookout. But with the stay-at-home orders now, do you think allergies are worse or better? And it really has to do with how we're living our life. So in other words, if you're one of those people who's outside, uh, you're cutting the lawn, you're doing more stuff outside, you may be um, more affected by the allergies. But if you're one of those people because you're stuck at home, you're not going out as much. Maybe you're not even going to work like you regularly do, and that's when you experience your allergies. So I'm kind of curious about how that plays out um, with everybody stuck at home. So are allergies worse or allergies better with the stay-at-home thing? And maybe it doesn't matter. I'm not sure. I'm just trying to get a handle on how people approach these things. And my thought is that it really depends on your lifestyle. So if you're if you're getting out and you are that person and you know working in the yard doing the gardening, that's your release. You're experiencing the allergies as usual, and then maybe you're one of those people who's more the inside person, or you're, maybe you're working more, you know, because you're trying to uh, do stuff at home and you're you're stuck inside more and you're not feeling the allergies. So just kind of curious about where we're going with allergy season because we're kind of certainly in the in the thick of things as we go through late April and push towards May as well. Um, so a couple thoughts there. Uh, hope you're hanging in there with uh, this crazy way of life. I can tell you from inside the television station, it's been very uh, strange. You know, we're used to being at our studios and checking in with everybody, but we have our reporters, we have our weather team basically working from home and then we check in just like you do on zoom or skype or or whatever and we're trying to get through our work day it's been a challenge though because you can't just go out do an interview like if i wanted to do a story on the allergies you you can't go out and and interview an allergy expert you got to set something up on skype or on video or you know whatever might work so it's certainly been a logistical challenge uh, trying to do that you know it's not as simple as you know getting in a news truck going out, shooting some video, coming back, editing that video. A lot of folks, uh, uh, a lot of our reporters are doing it on their iPhone. Um, We all have uh, different methods of getting on the air. Some of us uh, are using iPads, like uh, the the setup in my basement is an iPad so that you can see me uh, doing the weather. But the weather computer is actually accessed from my house remotely to the station. So (laughs) you've probably experienced this where you're trying to move the mouse and you have to wait a couple seconds for the mouse (laughs) to catch up. Um, You know, that's just that that lag you have when you're working on a computer remotely. So interesting times, no doubt, but we really appreciate you counting on CBS 21 for uh, not only weather information, but of course, everything you need as far as Corona and uh, all the updates and and everybody's just trying to get through this together. So uh, we truly are proudly Pennsylvanian and we really appreciate you listening and being a part of this. And, and we love sharing 
a little bit of our lives with you. So um, we do appreciate you checking in. Again, uh, some thoughts to take away. Uh, hang in there with uh, <laughs> all of us weather geeks, as my, as Mrs. Weatherman was saying, uh, even though we're working out of strange, strange places. Bear with us and um, be ready for a severe season as it approaches. Have a weather plan. Uh, know what to do and uh, and be ready for uh, what Mother Nature has to throw with us uh, has to throw at us and and my my prayer is just that hopefully we get through the severe se- season pretty much unscathed. The good news, if you look back to last year, we had all those April tornadoes, but after that, it was a pretty quiet severe season. So that's what I'm hoping for because we don't need to put anybody uh, in any more danger. We don't need our frontline folks, the medical folks, the EMS folks. Uh, putting themselves out any more than they already are. So I hope that we can keep this uh, severe season pretty darn quiet moving forward. So again, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for counting on CBS 21. Again, please uh, check out the other episodes of our podcast, share them. And uh, if you enjoy them, please let us know. And if there's a topic or there's something you'd like us to cover or talk about, you can uh, you can share that with us as well. So always check us out on our Facebook page, our social media, and, of course, at uh, CBS 21. So stay at home, stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon.